Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I am joined today by our returning Pathfinder. Everybody, welcome back. Your favorite cult leader, uh, Armored Cell. Hello, hello. And Daedalus is not here once more, but hopefully with any luck, he might join us next time. Keeping in mind that next time, the next live stream will actually be um, post Ashes dev stream. So, yes, yes, that's going to be interesting. I know Armored Cell and I were racking our brains for a while there on like what we were going to do today. But Armored Cell came up with a really great idea. So we're going to stick to that. We're going to talk a little bit about nodes. We're going to go a little retro. For those of you that are savvy on what that means, just the old information related to nodes and the things that we know about them um, and sort of kind of have this like comparative analysis of mine for what we might be experiencing and potentially are kind of hoping for when it comes to the other node, uh, other node types we have not yet seen, which are military and... What's the other one? Divine. So there you go. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So before we dig in, though, uh, we got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping the community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of this week, if you'd like to do us solid, as always, you can go over to the pinned post on our Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder. Right there, you will find all the podcast places. Um, you can go drop us a, a line. You can leave a comment. Um, you know, let us know how we're doing. Any thoughts you have about just whatever's going on with Ashes at the time. And we'll read that live here during the podcast. Um, yeah, no mail. No comments to read. It's a rather quiet day. Things have been sort of, they've been sort of getting quieter in general um, as Ashes has been kind of getting further and further into and further through development. Um, so things are a little quieter. There's not a lot of new information. There certainly wasn't a lot of information that we could really play off of for this week, but, and we didn't get a whole lot of help with that la last dev discussion either, but right. no, we didn't. So here's the hoping for better ones. Yeah, it's the calm before the storm. This is what it feels like. Yeah, this right. is what it's like. Um, before we talk about node stuff, uh, I guess just catch up, man. How you been doing, Armored Cell? I know uh, it's been a whole week since <laughs> we've met, but um, yeah. Um, once again, Baldur's Gate. But yeah. uh, I had a little internet work yesterday where I uh, popped my thumb out and it popped back in, and nice. so my thumb is in a little bit of pain. But luckily for me, it's my right hand, so I can still game. So I'm not, I'm not that concerned. Uh, I have to do some uh, scans and stuff for that today as well. So that's going to be fun. But um, but yeah, that, that was the first time me having a hand injury like that. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a bit sore, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> the, the sound of the pop when I pushed in, it was like, oh, damn, man. man, I don't want that to happen again. Yeah, oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, dude. So he's just so y'all know, he's he's here now when he could be getting the scans done. Again, <laughs> I was like, bro, if you gotta do this, totally get it. We we can we can do this. Uh, you know, we can wait a week or whatever. But he had a really good armor cell, a really good idea about about talking about mm -hmm. nodes today. I think it'll be beneficial for me uh yeah i've been on the grind with csgo doing a lot of sponsored stuff over on my other channel and um i didn't get into Baldur's gate like i had hoped last weekend but i probably going to be doing it tonight actually uh with my lady so that's going to be kind of fun um to be able to do that um yeah man go get into it god i'm stoked dude i really am because we got our character made my character's made for the multiplayer we jumped in there we were running around together but i think i'm gonna need to like pull her up here next to me and like have the laptop there, have her on that computer yeah. doing the thing. That way I can look over and be like, okay, so this and this does this and that. And kind of like yeah. kind of catch her up to speak is CRPGs are very different than like open world RPG games or MMORPG mm -hmm. games, you know, and, and with games like this, there's a little more of a strategic sort of table talk vibe. So you've got to like be careful about how you click around. You've got different actions, like being able to dip your like weapon and flame was on the ground or poisons or things yeah. like that 
Um, there's a lot of things to take into consideration with a game like Baldur's Gate 3. Um, but the potential for so many just unexpected scenarios to play out is like pretty freaking cool, in my opinion. So, yeah, definitely cool. Yeah, Looking forward to it, dude. So today may be a shorter one, everybody, and not as long as usual, but we'll kind of see how it plays out. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just link the Ashes of Creation wiki link on nodes. I'm also going to link the scientific node type and the um, economic node type. It's economic and scientific, and those latter two are the Ashes of Creation specific websites that you can look at and the first one is obviously the community wiki so keep in mind there's a bit of a difference there um but when you look at these things you, you've got whichever perspective you want to look at the long and short of it is it's going to outline things like what are the superpowers what sort of mm -hmm. unlocked at the different stages the different levels yes this is over in ashes hq as well but there's a very meticulous more oh i just bumped a cat i'm so sorry about that little dude I drop my foot down. He's right there every time. And I end up bumping him. Sorry, little guy. I'm sorry, little dude. I hate it when it happens. I drop my legs off of my freaking um, chair. Yeah. I got this Herman Miller, but it's like, you know, it's like a uh, bar stool style like chair. And I have a lifted yeah. desk. So, yeah. So I drop my foot down. He's like right there. And I'm like, gosh. Yeah. I got to look around before I, I wheel out. I don't want to run yeah. over my cat out Dude, I know I feel bad whenever it happens too, but anyway, I'll I'll get I'll I'll sort it out, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Let's see. So there's the links. Um, I guess how do we want to do this, man? Like the we know we've so we've got the we've got the the scientific and the economic, okay? The the primary thing about economic is the chair is bought. The, the mayorship is yeah. bought, right? The no type is specific to economy, just like it sounds. Whereas the scientific, scientific uh, relies more on like a democratic system, essentially, where mm -hmm. the mayorship is, is, is acquired through the voting process. So it's a very different style and each node has its own uh, style for mayorship. So you got military and that's what, well, that's like the person who's basically the biggest badass, like through arena combat. Yeah. That's what that comes down to. And then divine, I mean, this is going to have to do with like the religious system. So it could have to something to do with rising to the top of your order um, and sort of being, I don't know, automatically sort of put into that role or people within your religious church are going to be able to vote on sort of, sort of who they want to be based on the top of the order. I don't, I don't know exactly how that's going to go. Yeah. So I don't know how tiebreakers and stuff will, that will work. Like, right. both like the same experience or like honor system mm. i mean that's yeah exactly or honor system um you know like if what if somebody doesn't want it i don't that's know that's true you know what if they don't want to be the mayor but like they're kind of the top of the religious order like how is the decision process or the the, the priority and the overall like selection yeah. even how's that even go i don't know yeah man. um but with that being said, what do you think is the most important thing that you're you're looking towards when you think, okay, we've had, there's the links in chat, we've had economic and scientific snapshots, we've gotten to look at that, we know what the superpower is going to be, we sort of know all the way up the chain what the unique buildings are, we know what comes mm -hmm. with it, with the unique buildings, we know how the unique buildings sort of like evolve over time based on node level. We don't have any of that information for divine and military, but we know that Intrepid is going to be focusing on a node presentation. Yeah. Well, next week during their developer live stream. Now, yeah, when they when they do the live stream, the yeah. real question is: Are they just going to do the 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 physical aspects of it, like what the node itself looks like, or are they going to go further into detail of what the node systems itself, whether or not the mayor system what the what these superpowers are like these are the main questions that we we're asking for right yeah like like in alpha one they like the the nodes serve their purpose at, at level three like level one level two is like or level zero and one one and two are like eh like it's it's in a camp like it's not anything special but once you go to level three you go to mm -hmm. the village stage and you start getting those 
unique styles, but it was very bland. It was very like that served its purpose, but it wasn't a it wasn't very unique. Like it wasn't it was it was very much like here's just here's what you need to play the game. So here's smithing, here's like and here's a few spots for you to add new stuff. Whereas in the in the new Alpha Two version, I'm hoping it's going to be more diverse, right? Like they've mm. like they have always they've talked about how they're going to be making it um, each node specific to the area, so it's not just a flat land, right? Because mm-hmm. that, that that's what I saw a lot of the videos um, in Alpha One was like the land was very flat, it was very like stock standard, right? Yeah. So like I'm hoping that there's going to be more like. Uh, visual difference between the nodes and not just is the same template plopped into every spot and maybe even right. the different styles into the like their meshing yeah. instead of them just one style I'm hoping that's like because like let's be real like this is going to be a make it or break it stream like this is going to be like the biggest or the like biggest hype or biggest flop if you don't present it right. Yeah, you're not wrong. So I'm hoping that it's going to be a a wowser of the stream. Because if it's not, then I feel like they're going to suffer for it. But I, I have faith that they're going to they're going to go through and do the right thing and like show us what we need to, need to be seen. I'm really hoping we need to see these last two at the very least. If they don't show us the the uh, scientific and the um, economic, the economic, because we've already seen them. Yeah. So you show us the other two. That's fine by me because that, that at least gives more information about the other two. But I'm hoping that they do that. I'm also hoping that they change the names of the maze to like, like for example, like the divine to Pope or something. Oh, that'd be cool. And like, and like <laughs> the the and and the like Pope or religious leader of some kind, and then like. The uh, military is like warlord. Like, you still sort of the same thing as mayor, but I would like it to be have like their own like unique titles. Be like, he's a warlord. Is like, oh, straight away I know he's a um, military leader, not a um, scientific, right? Yeah, I agree. Gosh, man, you know, I guess like I guess that's kind of the the main question that we have before we even talk about some of the differences. And I think we'll get into sort of like maybe some speculation around what those other two are going to have or could potentially have for superpowers, et cetera, um, along the way. But man, for me, I I think we need to if like I'm with you, right? You could show us the whole rundown, but I think what's really going to be important is showing us. So remember, you got to think people have been waiting for nodes three yeah right and this is ages yeah and this is the this is essentially going to be the answer to that isn't it nodes three win well the the, to them this is like nodes three next dev live stream so there's like two things right uh you can either go and showcase what nodes three is going to be generally for all the nodes or you can go and you can do the specific details just like you did for economic and uh, scientific or mm-hmm. a combination of both. Now, I hope it's a combination of both because if you're saying we're going to deliver on nodes and we're going to give you nodes three, it should be nodes three. But also if you're going to show nodes, we are way past time for being able to see what the other two node types are, that being yeah. divine and military. So <laughs> I think we need... And I, I'm not trying to like be really hard here, but I, I think a lot of people are going to be very, very disappointed and feel discouraged if Intrepid doesn't show you the same level of information that you got for the other two node types, that being economic and scientific, and getting that same level of information for divine and military. Yeah. And also not showing us something that is reflective of what nodes three is supposed to be as well. So I think that's what they need to deliver on, which also is a really high bar for a developer live stream. Yeah. In my opinion. Like if, if I was in their shoes, I, I feel a bit like nervous, like not, not, not lying. Like this is like, I do. I guess mechanics of the game. Yeah. 
And are they going to deliver on it in this dev stream, or are they just going to kind of skim through yeah. it? Well, is the thing. Well, they did move it a month, so they they, they, did. they obviously weren't going to show it and back then because they maybe wanted to redo the video or mm -hmm. there was like other things they wanted to add to it. So like these sort of things, uh, at least uh, at least they're showing like and then like delay it completely, so it's still coming. So that's still a good sign. I agree. Um, but like. So they they they're definitely going for a quality stream because like we have had complaints in the past about low quality streams and then they redid the video again and they did mm -hmm. like a better uh, demonstration of it and like they did good on the second on the second stream, um, but I think they've learned from that mistake. So I'm really hoping that like I I really have confidence that they're going to be doing a good stream. Whether or not they show you the details that we want is a different scenario. Yeah, like what we're what we end up actually getting it or not. It's a very Ooh. different scenario. Like the presentation will be good, but the information might not be what we want. Like there might be some information we want, but not all of it. Yeah, I totally agree with Alfina in chat too. Like that can't happen with this one. No. This is this is I, genuinely one of the most important showcases they're gonna make between now and the game's launch. In my opinion. No, yeah, hundred percent. Like I can't think of anything else that's bigger. No, because like you said, this is a this is like probably the most foundational system for the, the world yeah. that we're playing like, in. Like I guarantee it that every, like all the big like so like um lazy peon yeah. um and all these other ones are gonna jump on this and gonna going to be like, this is what we've seen. This is this is amazing, or this is like not reach out level. Or they've like, they've the, dropped the ball on this so far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like I'm not trying to be a negative Nazi. I'm I'm just I'm just being like real talk, this man. Is a, this, real real talk. This is yeah. the this is the thing. Like this is huge. Yeah, that's why I say there's two parts, right? There's either the the nodes three perspective, mm -hmm. or you go and give us the big rundown on, and I think that the, the rundown on basically the divine and the military nodes, and I think that those articles need to go up probably after this live stream too. Oh, please give us some he, articles. He does. I love the articles. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not, I'm genuinely not saying this because I'm trying to be hardcore here. But this is like nodes are the game. Mm. That's that's the game through and through. This is the foundation of the game. Without nodes working, without a good showcase of nodes, you're not really giving people like the snapshot that they've been waiting for years to see. Like if there's no nodes, it's like pure shame there's no PvP. Like mm -hmm. It's 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 yeah. like as core mechanic as PvP. It is. You know, if nodes don't work, the game doesn't work. You could yeah, you could run around and kill people, but nobody's gonna play if nodes don't work. Yeah, because like yeah. if nodes don't work, then the world isn't changing, the the raids aren't changing, the mm -hmm. like the, the the environment's not changing. Like yeah. if if the nodes don't work, nothing works. Nothing works, literally. So, you know, and this is the thing, right? Ashes of Creation allows you, the player, to decide the fate of the world around you. With each node type, you can change the flow of resources and goods in the world. You'll grow the mm -hmm. largest economic metropolis and help guide the riches of Era. Or you'll choose another path unlocking new stories filled with allies and enemies. So the world and its evolution and what changes in terms of contents rely on the players. Nodes aren't like, working. I'm, I'm even nervous. I'm even nervous. I'm like... Yeah. Because, like... We've been following for ages. Well, you'll be following longer than I have. And I was six like, years, yeah, or so. Something like that. Like, six plus. It's almost like seeing a return in your investment almost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what let's talk about the superpowers real quick here, right? So you essentially with and I agree, dude. I am quite nervous about this. Yeah, since Kickstarter. So I've been following it since the end of 2016. Mm. That was six months before yeah. they did a Kickstarter. Yeah. So yeah, because if you found their website popped up a little bit before it. Yeah, before and, it was I, you, and you yep. found it. Yeah, and a buddy of mine, my army buddy, he actually was like, yeah. "Hey, Rock, have you seen this? Rock was my nickname in the army. Rock, have you seen this? Uh, this MMORPG is coming out, Ashes of Creation. I'm like, what is it? No. And he's like, oh man, there's like a Phoenix. He'd like, that'd be your thing. Your name's Phoenix. You'd love it. And I'm like, oh, really? I like Phoenixes. Okay. Phoenixes are cool, right? I like Phoenixes, whatever. Namesake, cool. Go check it out. Yeah. And then I'm like watching it. And I'm like, if he, I'm so, I was so like on the fence 
all the way up to the end of Kickstarter. People have heard this story a dozen times. I won't go through it all again. But I've been following it since all the way back then into 2016. And like at this point, like I've been following it, what going almost seven years or something now we're working on at this point. So. Oh my God, we are past. Are we? I'm doing the math. That's past seven years, isn't it? Yes. Oh my God. Sorry, I just had an epiphany or realization of how long I've been doing this thing. <laughs> Cheryl's like a story by your dad that everyone in the family can pretty much tell along with him. Cheryl says, hey, Cheryl, it's good to see you. I mean, she's right. <laughs> so That's totally true, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So anyway, getting back on track here. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy to think it's been that long. I five to six years and i started sort of stopped paying as much of attention to it but we got these node showcases on their website april 2019 and may 2019 may being the economic node type and april being the scientific node type right so when we look at scientific Scientific's unique building is essentially the library, which then evolves into the college, into the university, finally the academy at the metropolis level, the superpowers teleportation. Okay, mm -hmm. Scientific's also the democratic election system. And some of the things you can think about when you think about their unique building is, is things like History of narrative events, uh, gatherable locations and quantities, runic power stones for armor, recipes yep. for crafting, um, schematics for building uh, sizes and tiers. Um, a lot of that stuff as you go along the way, artisanship, mastery, qualifications. You've got um, legendary glyphs for armor creation and weapon creation, um, relics and legendary crafting benches. Legendary freehold schematic certificate. So when you think about freeholds and what we've learned most recently about the freehold plots and the different uh, the plots you can use for the different building types, you start to see that if you're min-maxing, you're probably going to want to have your freehold within a scientific node. Yeah. It's going to share the common denominator. You get the crafting, you got the higher grade materials, the higher grade uh, glyphs and and crafting patterns and mastery and artisanship mastery, all that stuff is going to tie into a scientific node. So now when you start to think about the scientific node, you're like, ah, oh, freeholds in that zone of influence are super important, aren't they? They're going to be very meaningful and impactful because it's crafters, yep. processors, etc. Okay. So tuck that away and let's go and talk about the economic type real quick. Because what we're going to do here is not going to dilly-dally on the economic and the scientific a ton. Excuse me. We're going to focus more specifically on our speculation and hopes around the other two node types that we hope we get good, solid presentations on in the upcoming mm -hmm. developer live stream. That's our goal today. It's our goal for our discussion today. Um... So talking about scientific, what makes it different from other nodes? Well, they've got the unique buildings um, starting off with the market. You mean economic? Yes, sorry. Economic, <laughs> my bad. Uh, economic starts off with a market, right? Auction houses become a staple, right? Selling raw materials, processing goods, the trade hauling for stables, Player shop areas, personal shop deployment. You're also going, wait, can't we have on freeholds uh, a marketplace, a shop? Well, they said we could, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe being in a zone of influence as someone who runs a storefront is important. If you're, you got your freehold, maybe you want it to be within the zone of influence of an economic node. Maybe taverns too. Let's keep going. Hunter's post place to, it's basically how you get the higher redemption for creature bounties private property sells certificates you move up to the market turns to the exchange the galleria at stage five and then at stage six the emporium 
right? So you get expanded work orders as you level up via the exchange, trade emissaries, expanded auction houses going from raws to raw goods and things of that nature to all goods and items are posted. Um, map of active trade missions. Okay, exotic hunter store. Tier one business licenses. Uh-oh. Oh, that definitely sounds like we need to be part of this if we want to run a player stall and stuff, right? Or have yep. a player shop. Sort of a min-max perspective. You go on up to five. You go map with information on current exchange rates for resource-based trade routes. Tier two business licenses. Tier two work orders. Caravan cargo tier two and upgrade certificates. Trade hauling stables tier two. Trade embassy, which allows you to do work order access to diplomatic friendly nodes. Oh, wait. Now we're expanding economy and piggybacking yep. off of allied nodes, right? Yeah. Um, inventory expansion and weight management training certificates, huh? Moving up to the Emporium. This is the big one. Worldwide sell yep. prices for auction houses across Vera. Tier three business licenses, car uh, caravan cargo, work orders, hauling stables, players shop certificates for deployment outside of designated player shop areas now does that mean like freehold certification i'm wondering or if that's just like something a little different we'll have to see hunter's lodge goes up as well auctioneers for vassal nodes is a big thing what's the superpower everybody linked economy an economic node with the superpower unlock shares auction house listings with all the others, meaning that the items listed in one linked economy node can be bid on from any other linked economy node. And linked economies are also connect a metropolis and any vassal economic nodes belong to that metropolis. So metropolis and vassals and anything linked share an economy, share their auction house. That's like a lot less travel, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We kind of see this like benefit to some aspect of travel where the scientific note gave you the superpower of teleportation. Yeah. Okay. So those all sound really good. And that's a lot of details, a lot to absorb while we're sitting here rambling about it, keeping in mind we've done previous podcasts on this over the years. So feel free to go check out our um, catalog of podcasts, video or audio format on all the places and check them out. But that brings us to the other discussion point that we're going to basically talk about moving forward. What the heck should our military and divine nodes have to compare to that? Any random thoughts you want to just jump into chat? Well, I, or myself? yeah, well, I've already like, I've already mentioned like the military node, uh, you take less. Um, I, was, I think I mentioned it somewhere in the wiki where the military node, um, takes less like corruption during PVP. Like that, that was like one of their, their main their main things. Like mm -hmm. I can't remember where I read it, but I, I do remember reading that. I, I think that was mainly um, with when they had like the the main races before they separated into two races. Like the, oh, right. um, they um the main one with the, that had a military background. That was talking like whenever they did uh, sort of combat, they had like a reduced PvP. Oh, not PvP, reduced um, corruption. For PvP, so that's that's I could see that happening with with the military node for because mm. like they're all about attacking and like like that's all military right It's like invading, um, conquering, slaying, like it makes sense, right? But in saying, but in the economic, they're saying like legend, like the hunting lodges where you can hunt bounties of creatures and stuff. I assume, so like yeah. I feel like that should that should have been in the military really, but. Unless uh, the military's got their own one where it's like, no, not um, hunter's lodges, but like uh, like bounty bounty boards. Yeah, bounty would boards. That, That's would, it, would that be would that be like a very primary for military? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. yeah. Bounty where? bounty hunters and bounty boards are very very core centric to military nodes. Yeah. Yeah. So I could I could definitely see that, but like. As the bounty board levels up, how how do you think that could change? Where it be like a more up to date tracking system? Oh, that's a good question too. Because you know, oh, when you look at like the other ones that we just read over, one of the things that like 
stood out to me was the fact that whatever they have in the earlier uh, stages mm. or levels essentially just become more it basically expands upon that right so what would yeah. that mean i mean maybe maybe bounty hunters can see maybe bounty hunters can pick up i mean if i were to go with like the last one for example with the economic then maybe bounty hunters are able to pick up bounties with any of the extended linked military nodes within their like vassals and stuff oh, yeah. like that so maybe instead of it just being within the zone of influence for the primary metropolis, maybe that extends beyond, right? Um, yeah. Keeping in mind, we're just talking about ranking up things that we know already. Maybe yeah. you can track anywhere within those areas and pick up bounties anywhere within those areas at any of the boards or any of the, you know, any of the places that bounty boards are at as opposed to just within yeah. the one zone. That would kind of make sense for that. But when I'm thinking about like a superpower, that's where I'm like... What are you gonna super do? Military. Right. I feel like a super powerful military might have something to do with sieging. You think so? I feel like that would be a but then again, like all the other ones are travel. They so, are to some degree, mitigating travel or reach or something. So what what could they do that was travel based? That's also a PVP slash like military esque mm-hmm. thing. So could there be maybe a certain mount that you could summon, or like an ancient something War rather? horses or something like that? Trojan horse. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine having something like that for a siege? So like. It's it's probably like a like a uh, I forgot what those giant planes are called where you like lots and lots of people um hop in at once and then the they big like, cargo planes yeah. yeah big cargo planes except it's yeah. like a, a, a except it's like a giant like not Trojan horse could be something else but like lots of people can hop on it it gives them like a, a so you can take like maybe twenty to thirty people to one location but it's like a a giant caravan version and you can take it to the siege location. That's interesting. So, so it's not a teleportation, but it's like a fast form of travel then a mount. Yeah, I mean that would sort of be in the domain of travel of some degree, right? Yeah. I do like that. Oh man. Because like, like military is PvP, so like and if you go PvP with travel, which this is sort of like the the auction house one was similar to that. The the scientific mm. is literally travel. If we were going around that same like superpower of travel with the cross of the node itself, that sort of feels like what it could be. It's like a giant caravan of like army uh, reserves going to the location. Man, that would be crazy though. What if like military could travel faster on roads because remember roads increase your speed based on development a lot of that would be crazy but you know you know you know how on boats you can um on ships you can hold like the cannons and stuff oh oh a land ship a land ship oh, so you can have like shit. cannons cannons on the side as you go to the thing and you still shoot people as you're going to the place oh my god dude yeah so it'd be sort of like an on land tank sort of scenario armored whatever that you can transport yep. oh my gosh that's that's cool that that could be that could be a good that could i could see that happening i could see a land-based ship where you could you could like mount onto different uh weaponry mm-hmm. and whatever attack other people we could be on top of it because yeah i could i could totally see that happening you could probably like maybe like so you know those multi um uh, multi mounts Yes, like multiple person mounts, right? Maybe there could be like two, uh, but two or four of them underneath, and then you're just like a, a like a covering over it. Like you could launch it from like, your your metropolis, right? Yeah, or yeah, potentially yeah. any of the other locations linked to the to the metropolis, if that's like so what they want to like do. Be mechanical as such, it could literally just be like four large mounts underneath a cage sort of thing, and the yeah. cage is like going to that location. Mm. That's that's very rudimentary, but like that's. I could totally see I could totally see that happening. 
See, Alfina so said cool. they can't do the superpower on anything for combat. That would make them too OP, in my opinion. I agree with that. But military, I mean, you can see if you do something like this, that's advantage on protecting your cargo or crew on the way to uh, a, a location where you're going to basically fight, right? Or whether it's node, whatever the case might be. Uh, it could be a rival node siege, could be whatever it is. That doesn't actually give you a, a massive benefit in the node siege, but it helps you protect you getting there. So that would kind of make sense. It would sort of align with that too. But what are the what other ideas? Think, yeah, I don't think they, that that mechanic would actually be able to attack the siege itself. I think, as I said, it would be more of a transport vehicle. Transport, it yeah, would, mechanism to protect the crew yeah, on the way there. Yeah, but if it had the the stuff to attack while it was there, and then it could turn around, like yeah. just so then you're not know, as you hop off, you're getting destroyed. Like that, that would make sense to me. Oh, because they're because their specialization in a military node is combat and class training focus. Mm. Interesting because you know the, the NPCs for them are guards, but the honor is the currency that's being used there. Whereas divine nodes yeah. is favor. Those are the only two that we have currency a listing of currency for. Um, yeah, so that's pretty interesting, which makes sense, right? Because like in, if you're gonna do honor for the for your PvP sort of like currency, that makes sense. Like yeah. you would have favor for the faith thing guards i mean guards could be another thing like maybe you could get npc guards that help to guide you along the way or protect your crew along the way to the the siege point having them be able to fight though like that's like a tricky thing too because that could potentially yeah. help with numbers but like you know how do you make them useful and meaningful without making them yeah. so ridiculously strong on op that now it's like that's kind of ridiculous to have yeah um, but that's like where I kind of want to pose the question to anybody who watches or listens to this later, whether you're here now, what is actually going to make a superpower for a military node meaningful to its namesake and what its identity is, but not be like so OP that like it just squashes competition yeah. regardless, right? Like what? that happens in games yeah. sometimes. Like even with that scenario of the military that we're talking about, I still think that the scientific is still the most powerful with the teleportation of, like, like the transport. I still think that's probably the most powerful so far. Because, like, if you if they could go, like, I don't, we don't know the real limits of that at the moment. So I'm just like... Any sort of teleportation is... is or transportation is more powerful within this game that limits the transportation. God, I just keep thinking about like what would be the most beneficial thing for military because I do feel like it needs to be military related. But yeah. You don't want it to be like you're just going to dunk on everybody. You're just going to shit on everybody because you're military node specific, right? You don't want it to be like that. Um, it's, and, and the focus for mayorship is also like arena-based stuff. Yeah. So... In, in in the same thing, right? I I would hate to see the Metropolis superpower for a military node end up being something military based that helps you in arenas, because then uh, same problem. You don't want buffs yeah. to go into arenas that are gonna make you stronger than everybody else. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it, with the military node? Unless. Um. So you know how you have like your zones of influence and the. the, the yep. Yep. Maybe you can't use. Yeah, maybe you can't use it for sieging. Maybe you can use it for defense against your other ones that are getting raided. Defending vassals or yourself, yeah, maybe? Vassals. Yeah. Now, now I think then, that I could get down with because Stephen mentioned that, and we'll get to this in a little bit, that the Divine Node, um, if you rise to the top of your religious order, you could potentially have skills and her abilities now he said the augmentation of that might be just visual yeah but there could be some sort of play on that and i don't feel like if you could defend yourself better as a military node that that's necessarily a bad thing and when you sense. when you get staged upon is it only the the people from that node that can so like if it's node versus node defending attackers can mm -hmm. anyone join the attackers or only the people that are in that node attacking node can join the the attack can you remember that 
Well, there's uh, declaration periods. So that's going to be the yeah. point, and I, it's it's going to definitely be rival node citizenship. Is my like understanding. Can, can can two can two nodes versus one node? Ooh, I believe that is a possibility, but but there's a sign up period, right? Yeah, there's a sign up period. I don't oh, know they if have the same node, but they might be first like different vessels, so. See, because when you look at, let me look at their article on Siege and Destroy or Advance and Destroy. And we can look at the, uh, let's see here, destruction, no destruction. I've got this node atrophy, no deleveling. Okay, nodes can be destroyed starting at level three, village stage, and are destroyed through sieges. Sieges are started via an item which is acquired through a quest. Skills and difficulty with respect to the level of the node which is being targeted for the siege. All right, countdown runs for a number of days equal to the level of the node being besieged. Once the countdown is complete, the siege begins. Um, and it says, declaration period and a countdown is initiated for players in the region to see. Okay, so you see it. Um, it says there's a cooldown between sieges. Players must wait a certain period. Hold on, let me find it right here. I'm trying to remember on this point. I can't remember. That doesn't matter. We don't. That doesn't matter to me. I'm looking for, I don't see it on that one. Let me go to the HQ because I feel like on Ash's HQ, I would have like, I would have noted this. Yeah. But anyway, I'll get yeah. back to that. I'll get back to that in a little bit. If you got any thoughts, you can go ahead and jump in on that while I'm doing the research, pulling yeah. it back up real quick here. So my like if, if, if it's only node versus node and you can't really assist, like other people can't really assist unless you're part of that node that's attacking or defending. Then the next best thing to attack a a military node would be to attack it from both sides. So it would be attack two different vassals at once, so that way they can't defend both at once. So that way you'd have to team up with another node. Yeah. Like, hey, this military node is too powerful. We want to take him down, but we need to take out some of its resources first. So you you can take out the west side. I'll take nice. out the east side, and we'll keep hammering at this guy until. Eventually, they're going to lose their superpower, and then we can we can attack them straight on. Y'all ready for this? So sorry, dude. I totally got it, buddy. Well, I don't know why I go looking around to other places when I know that I would have wanted to have answered this question on Ashes HQ yeah. and had it outlined and easy to to understand. That's the thing, Everybody. right? Ashes HQ is all about not every little bit, every cookie crumb of information. It's all about getting you the information easy to digest way make it easy to understand so why i don't go there this is two times in the past month i've done this to myself siege participants we've got it noted right here yep okay here's the bullet points there are criteria for players who want to participate in a siege a node siege number one bullet point the siege declarer cannot exclude anyone from joining the attack two Citizens of the besieged node and related parent slash vassal nodes are automatically registered as defenders. That's right. If you are a part of that, you're automatically a part of that. If you are part of either node, you're, you're, whether you participate or not is up to you, but you are flagged as that during that period. Three, yeah. players who aren't citizens of the besieged node may join the defenders as long as they are not citizens of any node at war with the defenders. And four, citizens of allied nodes cannot register to attack. Can't attack your allies. Okay. And you can join the defenders as long as you're not a citizen of a, of a node that's at war with them. So what does that mean? You're not part of the attacking crew. You can help defend. Interesting. So, yep. And I said, if I heard that right, you said um, the vassals of the, the like, so the, the node is getting attacked. The vassals can also... Yep. Defend? They are automatic, so, automatically registered as defenders. Well, in that case, I'd assume that the vassals of the attacking should also be able to join. It would seem so, wouldn't it? Because that'd be otherwise, that would just be one node versus like tons of nodes. Potentially anybody. Like, yeah, like yes. I feel like it'll be node with vassals versus node with vassals, right? I feel like that's yeah. what. Yep. So yes, that that it could be more than. There could be a, a right. overwhelming people like into one note. And I also think that if you want to make that fair, 
you would also probably say, well, if I'm allied with the attackers, right, or I'm not at war with the attacking party, then if I wanted, I could potentially ally with them too. That's yeah. that's good player agency. Yeah, I've, yeah I, I, I mean, completely agree. Like, if, yeah. you can, if you can join the defenders if you're not at war with them, you should be able to join the attackers if you're not at war with them as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Because, like, at that point, that's, that, that is player agency. It's just like, this this node has been here for too long. They're too right. powerful. We want them gone. Yep. And they just get they're just not they're not treating everyone right. The the taxes are too high. The mayor's a dick. We we, we want them <laughs> gone. You're such a dickwad, bro. I mean, this yeah. is the thing, right? This gives meaningful conflict. Like I I don't like people in this guild. And it could just be a roll on the die too, right? Like I could be I could not like somebody that's a part of this guild, this that's in this metropolis, someone who's like a part of this community and think, "Ah, well, I have an opportunity to ruin part of what they have and since I'm not a part of anything allied with that node being sieged, I'll join the attackers." And maybe I can help flip and ruin this for that person that I fight in arenas or, you know, that, that ganks me on the street. And I can sort of help to, like, bring him down, right? That's that meaningful conflict in the pseudo-faction stuff that we that that the developers have talked about for a long time. How would you feel about if the mayor said, like, the mayor of your node said, you cannot join the attackers and made, like, some sort of, like, thing so you couldn't do that? oh like if you're negative? in so if you're like in a like let's say it's a military node versus a scientific node and the military mm -hmm. nodes attacking the scientific node and you're in an economic node and your economic node mayor says you can't you can't go in and join join the attack or defend this whatever the case might be because we want the defenders to win because they're worth more to us or something well number one be like you're a mayor bitch you don't own me yeah and uh i don't think that i think they'd have a really hard time enforcing something like that um i can see the value in in being a mayor or being part of a large uh, metropolis and saying hey we're going to make certain decisions because that's going to be good for our node whether it's do or do not do something but you're yeah. always going to have those people that choose not to be a part of that and choose to do their own thing defy yeah. whatever that is and i think that that is important because that is meaningful conflict that's how you make enemies and and build positive working alliances and maintain them well even if it was like a, a what if it was like a fine or something so like if oh you want to attack or defend give them give them like 10 gold because that's your fine for breaking their their law slash commandment or whatever the mayor mm -hmm. did and you can still do what you want but you're paid for it so it doesn't really matter because <sighs> like because like, like that's that adds more mayor agency, but it also doesn't really take away from what you're doing. Well, like, because, like, I feel like the whole diplomacy thing is a very mayor thing to do. Yes, and definitely. If, if, if you can't really control what your citizens are doing, well, not control, but, like, incentivize your citizens not to do or to do something. Yeah. Like, you could do the opposite even. Like, hey, we want this person to win, so we'll pay anyone a hundred gold if they go and join the defenders okay i'm I'm sort of not going to answer you but i almost want to take a pivot and i think this is a really great segue into economic nodes mm. economic nodes rule by we're going to go to divine cool. too but they rule by coins so something similar thinking about that there thinking about divine right what's divine going to do you know like what kind of like perk or or agency is a divine going to have for a superpower and one thing that they mentioned for node sieges i just kind of want to throw this in the mix i feel like divine's not quite i'm gonna say it's interesting in regard to node sieges but they get something else that could be i don't know how useful this is going to be remember what steven said yeah. maybe there's going to be catacombs that could be expansive yeah, across well could you come up somewhere in the world and that only be something you have access to like there's a doorway to pop up within the realm somewhere in the world because if that's the case that gives the divine node a pretty interesting way to sort of travel that could yeah, be travel. beneficial in traversing the terrain to you know basically back attack attackers yeah. pop it up behind them and stuff 
you'd have to fight your way through potentially too but like i mean is that something you even want i don't know man it's it's difficult because putting a having the agency to say we're gonna you know pay x amount this is you know to help in the way that you're talking about comes in really beneficial when you think of militia guilds Mm -hmm. because it's like economic nodes or any node could be like hey you know you know aren't part of our our whatever our conflict but if you want to make a payday i'm willing to pay you whatever to contribute here player agency also yeah but i also think he's he's mentioned something about catacombs like having like um rewards or like 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 it's sort of like a dungeon sort of like your own seems like it yeah reminds me of uh oh I, i forget what it is like i know there's some games that have it where you just go through deeper layers of hell or whatever yeah, you yeah. know, and there's like deeper and deeper layers. And when he talked about it, I was like, it kind of sounds like that, maybe. But we'll see, because he said it may not even be a thing, which brings us to another really important point. Talking about divine nodes, doesn't it? What's their superpower going to be? Are we going to yeah. actually get to finally hear what it is too? With the developer uh, live stream coming up. Yeah, I don't like honestly with the. I think those those these sort of questions are going to be more involved in the articles. If they, I don't mm. really think it's going to be in the live stream, unfortunately. But probably not. They need they need to tell us. They need like give us one article per like uh, military and uh, divine. Agreed. That's what I want. Well, you did it for the other two, so I feel like if you don't do yeah. that, you're kind of just like missing the mark on, you know, yeah. having have. And also, I think I've always been a proponent that's important for any game that I'm a big fan of. I think that it's important for these big foundational components to be outlined on your own website. The Elder Scrolls Online, as much as it drives me nuts and I don't play it anymore, they do a great job of this. They've got freaking article pages all across. Now, that doesn't mean they give you some of the nitty gritty on the finer details, but they've got that there on their website. Really important resource to offer people that play your game to have that basic foundational sort of explanation for things and yeah you can go to other creators you go to asheshq.com you go to the wiki you go to places like that and you could go and absorb maybe potentially other information or other variations of that information to help you understand it better cool awesome great um but i think it's important for intrepid to have that and you've already done it with economic and scientific go on ahead and do it for divine and military too for sure yeah what, what could be a good divine superpower though like yeah, we something something spiritual, something so, like I was thinking like so you know how monks like mm-hmm. some like in real life some monks say say they can like astral project like that they, they believe Ooh, they can do that yeah. sort of thing like what if like if one of your vassals are getting attacked and you're like in a different area of the of the uh, node system like within your vassal system you could like right. get like cross your arms and legs pray and then you, you make like a uh, actual projection of yourself at that location and you can still attack but you can't loot or anything yeah to defend or like it's got or like you can do like a bigger heel like, that bigger heel feels like i'm trying to think of like a travel mechanic that's divine based Ooh. um i mean i mean this is so we kind of hypo- I, I think that's interesting that we're sticking to the idea of a travel-based one since we saw it with economic and scientific already. Yeah. Well, well, mm. with the catacombs, like it's sort of like it's giving you like a safe passage to other areas. Like I feel like that's a if it's if you've cleared it that week, maybe if if it's something like that, maybe it's yeah. tricky, isn't it? Because like, how are they going to do that? We don't know any if, if they're even going to do that. Yeah, it, like there could be no travel to, at all. But the main thing is like the auction house and the teleportation have like a mechanic that allows you to get materials or go to places that you quicker than you normally could yeah it basically like cuts time out of some aspect of travel yeah so that's why we're we're thinking like cut time i think that's why we're thinking like cut time is part of the mechanics that they're going for because that's the similar thing between the two but cut time with the vine yeah, it's like tricky, the, yeah. the, the only thing like holy or like divine-ish that we've heard about with travel is the um the fall of the 
uh, ancients when they came down from the from the sky, right? They came down yeah. like meteors. Harbingers, yeah, like, they fell. The harbingers, like the, mm-hmm. surely we're gonna be able to do that, the holy version, right? Not like fire, but like balls of like light, like a shooting star down to the ground, impact the ground, and then you can start defending. I like, always, I always wondered if the with I hypothesized this idea a long time ago, so just take it with a grain of salt, sand, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. But it was like, well, if they decide that someone who rises to the top of their religious order within their church is able to get these cool, like aesthetic differences in their skill effects for their character. Then like if they've already sort of, that's something they've already talked about doing. Right. But if they've done that, they choose that, they go that path. And then they decide that like, you know, they're going to kind of go beyond that. Then like, could there be some sort of like deity specific ability that could be used during a node siege or in a place or something, you know, or maybe it's some sort of a travel to other churches within your, your, your vassal and and metropolis nodes. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They seem to be big on the the metropolis to vassal component. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, man, I don't know. It's really tough for me to think of that because we haven't gotten really a whole lot of, breadcrumbs for divine at all yeah like, um, that's, that's, i think that's why we're struggling so hard to define right because yeah we don't have much about divine itself no. let alone the divine nodes so like yeah. military we can like yeah military pvp so right. it's it's very simple divine is religious and like hope faith like prayer uh healing um but like yeah but and, it, it and ranking also like yeah. And ranking up too is like based on it's based on quest chains, right? But going ahead. Yeah. Something else I was like, As you were saying, like with the different um gods, like maybe the diviner could have different powers depending on what god you're on, but that that just brings down another rabbit hole of like yeah. like we're like now ferrizing on a ferrizer, like this is this is getting too deep now. We we need to not stay on the surface level. Yeah. Because like that's that's the problem, right? We don't know enough about the divine or religious orders to be able to theorize what the superpower could be for the divine. Like the most we have is the catacombs. Maybe. Maybe. The only thing we know is like you right you rise to the top of religious order based on questing for yeah. your church, and you're gonna get skill effect differences if you rise to the top of your order, but that's that's it. That's it. That's it. You know? Like, but like, if the going superpower is you, you get your own like specific dungeon esque thing underneath, like the catacombs, right? Um, it, I wonder, it makes me wonder if anyone else can travel in it or just people within the node. Yeah, I know, dude. That that's something I'm wondering about too. So hard to know what they're. This is the thing. So you know what? We could hypothesize on this all night. Yeah. So this is going to be the final point that I think. Why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we try to do this? Like, I know we kind of started with it. What do they need yeah. to not miss right now? Like, what is it? <laughs> what are the do's and don'ts with this node showcase what, for you? I know we're reiterating on what we talked about already, but yeah. final thoughts, really. What can they not miss? Yeah. This. Big question here. What can they not miss? Same to you, chat. You're with me. They, I believe they cannot miss the world. Cha- there needs to be like an aerial view of the world changing with the node. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where would it be the... So, like, how it expands, how, like, the the, the transition, like, they need to show, show, like, the development of it. You know what I mean? Like, the... Like, yeah. even if it's, like, a time lapse or something, like, they need yeah. to show the world changing the, the dynamics of it like they need to show like watch the world breathe right like that's what i need that's what i need to see like that that's what i want to feel when i see this video right i want to see the world breathing like it's a living thing if that makes sense like i don't want it to be like yeah pink. it's it's now here this little three pink this level four you need buildings rising up well um, yeah and against the mountain faces like they talked about and all that stuff 
yeah, like the road slowly changing over yeah. time. Like I've done, time, I've already done time lapses of that yeah. where the roads start changing. So it's, it, they can already do that. But like they need, like with the nodes, like show us a transition, show us the the differences on the uh, if one building is Dunea, one building is um, uh, Vec. Like show us the show us the different types, like the the tables that they showed us before, where it changes depending on where you place it. Mm-hmm. show us the buildings like show us like the uniqueness that this world is going to be because this is the biggest yeah. component of this game and you want it to be a major major wow factor Absolutely. like this is this is this is this is the stream that's going to kickstart you into alpha 2 like that the stream that's going to kickstart you into alpha 2 I think I, I agree with that, right? I think there have been a lot of there have been a lot of things that relate to node and node development that they've hit on multiple times over the years now that they're like, you know, we're this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. I think the 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 change to the terrain and the world. I mean, in Alpha One they talked about how, oh, it's like this right now, but it's gonna do this later. Um, the road Ooh. tech stuff is a good example. Um, a lot of that stuff that they've shown off for like how the node's gonna adjust and change. They they had that they had that map thing where they showed the calculations happening too. I mean, getting back on track with that, like calculations and examples of how experience goes into a node and what that looks like as it progressively changes, Ooh. how that how that looks when contribution happens. Um, th- that I think is a big thing, but I'm going to go back to what we talked about in the beginning. You said nodes three was coming. The showcase should have a nodes three. It should be nodes three, but also Ooh. if you've done economic and scientific and you've got these well outlined articles on your site, those same details should be outlined for the other two nodes. People have been waiting years to get answers about. Mm-hmm. And I think this is important and really good to piggyback into the upcoming alpha two, which is, it's still a ways away in my opinion. I don't think we're getting it until middle of next year at least, but that's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm kind of at right now. So I'm going to piggyback off of what we talked about earlier and, and what you just said yeah. as well. Um, but more importantly, I think this is one that Intrepid really will need to have put true care into and not just sort of like wing this. This is not one to wing. Um, So I hope that they don't do that. I, and I have a little bit of faith in them. I am nervous though. Like you said earlier, I share that sense of like concern because um, it is a very big one. It is foundational. And people will hold them to the fire on this if they they drop the mm-hmm. ball on it. They made the mistake with some showcases previously. They've made pretty solid um, gains on addressing those things that they kind of goofed up with to really deliver a better presentation for people. So I hope they continue to follow that trend, keeping those things in mind. That's where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah that's what I look for. So... I think the best thing they can do is for the live stream to be flashy and showy, right? And for like, and then also do the two articles after, so that way it appeases the yeah. the the very face, like very casual people where they want to see like, oh wow, this is what happens and it changes and it's Absolutely. very amazing sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. for the articles, that's for more in depth people like, oh cool, so this is what this is, this is what this is, and. We can reference that to the video because it looks it's, it's showing what it does right like i feel like that's probably the best way they could probably do it yeah. so they're hitting the both both worlds yeah, i would agree with that man i feel like that's that's a great a great way of like reflecting on this our next podcast episode will actually be after the developer live stream next week so it'll be next friday mm-hmm. um so we will be coming back and piggybacking off of what we talked about today um, I am not 100% sure I'm, I'm going to be doing a watch party that day because I have some things going on with my other stream um, on that day as well. But if not, we'll definitely be doing a um, we'll definitely be doing the podcast and really reflecting on everything. We'll we'll probably have as a heads up 
Skylark the botanist is going to be doing his article as usual, but he told me this month might be a bit of a delay. A delay is like usually a day or two at the most for him. So <laughs> just be aware it might go up a little slower uh, next week, but I expect we'll probably have it by Friday and have it to reflect on for that podcast as well. So um, I'd love to know what you all think. You know, if you watch this over on YouTube later, share in the comments, let me know what you're kind of um, hoping that they deliver upon. We'll, we'll all see what they do deliver upon in the developer live stream next week. Uh, but for now, we're going to wind this one down. Uh, Armored Cell, why don't you shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on the podcast, homie? Uh, yeah, I am on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Armored Cell. And uh, friends, we might have Daedalus back next week. I sure hope so. I know he's we got a lot of stuff going on in, in life right now. Um, but Ooh. definitely go check out Armored Cell. Um, we'll be catching up next week on Friday. Looking forward to catching up with you all then for the live show at that time. Um, but as we are closing, uh, keep in mind this might be the end of today's show. But I want to remind all of you that you don't have to be on this round table to be part of this, to be a Pathfinder. It's literally all of you that share in the journey with, with us. Watch it on YouTube. Catch us here for the live show on Twitch. And, or listen to the audio uh, podcast um, on your drive to work and whatnot. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives, friends. Walk in the light. Have a great night. We'll be catching you again real soon. Bye right for now, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>